Hello, hello, hello. Here we are another week, another week in quarantine. I am Nikki and I'm here with my husband. Jay Allen quarantining. And this week we have a special guest. She happens to be a very lovely young lady. A little bit of a pain in the ass some days, but she's a beautiful and very, she's the smartest one in the house actually. It happens to be our youngest daughter. And introduce yourself. Your name is? Jordan. Hi Jordan, how's it going? Good, how are you? Good, good. Are you so excited to do this podcast with us? Sure. <laughs> <laughs> we paid her. No kidding. Um, <laughs> we didn't pay her. But uh, we talked to her and she said, sure. Um, you know, it'll probably cost us later though, for sure. No, it costs me about every day. Oh, it does. Well, it's it's, but she eat more than I do. She does. And it costs me to see these gray hairs. I can't, well, no, I had, yeah, no, no, I actually had all my gray hairs after we had the girls. Yes. Boop, 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 she just came in. And she turned a teenager and see the gray hairs? Now I, just don't, now I just don't sleep. I just don't sleep. This is true. But, well, gotta figure that out. Dang. But anyway, so we are um, another uh, week podcast, and um, we're going to cover a few different things this week. Uh, we had some feedback uh, from listeners that we would like to address. Yeah, you know what? I appreciate the feedback. Number one, it tells us a couple things. That every week we've done it, we've gotten a question, we've gotten feedback. Mm -hmm. Which means people are listening. And and, and listeners, thank you very much. Really do hope that you're not just listening, you're subscribing, you're following, you're sharing with your friends, your family, and and people that you think would be interested in this. Because, we're, you know, obviously our whole thing was just have some fun with this, man. Right now, it's so much negative stuff that you turn on the TV. uh, You can really get roped into it. But we just want to be positive in this whole thing. So, yeah, really appreciate it. That was the whole, you know, um, uh, point, objective of of this uh, podcast. Just to kind of keep it light, keep it fun. You know, our life lessons and our life experiences and who people can relate to us and some people can't but <laughs> you know what we should do maybe next podcast we talk about us like no 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 not us but like getting to how me. do we come together right so we were talking about basically you know uh you know people's feedback yeah, really, so really, really appreciate that. it's been a lot of positive, which is great. Um, but we totally welcome the constructive criticism as well. Mm-hmm. And, you know, a couple people said, hey, you guys, you know, maybe talk about some more current events and um, what's happening today. And uh, current events right now, just like Jay said, it's just there really isn't too much positive happening. Um, so it's really hard because we don't want to. We see what you see. We hear what you yeah. hear. We read if you guys don't read, we read, but you know, some of us read um, what's happening and uh, we just, it's its hard to even pull some positive things out of such negative happening yeah. right now. Yeah. And, and I would say sometimes your local media, the world news, they'll give those one or two shout outs a yeah, day. Yeah, but the majority. Where, you know, I think they're trying to do, uh, do a better job mm-hmm, at like, mm-hmm. you know, everything we watch and if it's a president's statement or if it's a, a, a state versus a president or whatever else mm-hmm. there is and you know people protesting and all this stuff that's 
getting us emotionally. When you're, you not say trapped in the house, but when you're in the house. Yeah, yeah. You can get and, sucked into yeah, it. Yeah, you can sucked totally into it. You can totally get sucked yeah, into it. Yeah. And that goes into, you know, affecting your whole just mental and your emotional, right. you know, um, right. mindset while you're in quarantine. Right. You know, um, so we are going to stick to our, you know, kind of what we decided, which was yeah. from the beginning. Keep it light. Keep it keep- fun. And just talk. It's just right. us. We want when we, when you guys listen to us, you're almost in a room talking to yeah, us. Well, it's just, like, oh, just people we're, having just conversation. Having, you know, we're just having our hour together right. or 45 minutes, whatever it is. Right. But um, yeah, we're not. We're I not got my get... cocktail. You got yours. <laughs> we should start doing it. Hey, <laughs> what you drinking? Um, I have water. But uh, <laughs> he I, has. I got brown water. Uh, yeah, oh, that sounds. <laughs> Yeah, it's not brown water. <laughs> There's no water in that alcohol content. Yeah. But um, so yeah, we're we're we we may touch a little bit, you know, here yeah. and there. But uh, we're definitely not going to be down and dirty with the right, right, current right, right. negative of events. But I will say that you know, given that what you just said in terms of being positive, I wanted to really give a couple shout outs to some things that events and people that I seen this past week that. Was really positive, yeah, for and sure. it really, for sure. really felt good to see the story, hear the story, whatever it was. And the first one was uh, LeBron James. I, I got to give a shout out to LeBron James for and his production folks for giving that uh, graduation event that was on TV for the 2020 high school seniors. And I think it's one of those things where nothing's normal right now. Nothing is normal, no. and to take the time out. <laughs> Of his schedule, and obviously their NBA is not playing right now. But for him to think about that, mm-hmm. to execute it, to have the people involved that he had. If I'm a senior in high school and I watch that, I'm like, man, yeah. you know, out of all the things that I could be looking at as negative, here's something that this man put out, he put his neck out. Yeah. I mean, it could have been a complete bomb, mm-hmm. but at least he took the risk he did. to do it. And he, and, did so- and, and he did it. And he did it in a way that everyone felt involved. Everyone felt engaged. Everyone was a part of it. And, and I, obviously, I got to give a big shout out because he had Barack on there. And I tell you what, it, it, he looked good. He sounded good. And I mean, it just made the whole thing come together. And I don't care what side of the fence you're on. I just hope you were able to appreciate that whole event, you know, that, that LeBron it was, did. It was, it was great. Um, I think, you know, for seniors, uh, for seniors in college, seniors in high school, this has got to be a tough year. Oh, I mean, yeah, incredibly yeah, emotional yeah. and sad. I mean, these kids, you figure, you start high school and some of these kids, a lot of these kids... It's the, the first generation going into college yeah. or, you know, oh my God, I graduate, you know, graduate high school or their first graduating college right. and yeah. moving on to this huge step and to have, you know, this whole COVID crisis happen and just that almost taken, you know, sort of taken yeah, away from them. From, yeah, yeah. I love the fact and he, it was about them. Right. It was all right. about right. the seniors, right. which was, you know, it was it nothing was, it was about great. making him big. No, 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 no. Nothing about him being, this is about me and my production company or anything else like that. It was, it was all about the seniors. I mean, it was was great. I mean, he literally, he introduced it. He stepped it in the middle and he stepped it in at the end and that was it. Yeah. Like, I mean, and you know, we say keeping it positive, but a few weeks ago there was like this thing floating around on Facebook and it was about, 
you know, seniors, like if you and I were to share our senior picture and put put like a nice message to the seniors. And I, that drove me insane. And I say, you know, I got some, that that, that was the posting your old high school. Yeah. Posting your high school and and, and you're supposed to, you know, you post a sweet message to the seniors nowadays about, you know, you're so sorry what they're going through, but here's my picture. And I put a post, I said, okay, that's great. But I, I had a post and I said, I don't get it. Like if I'm a senior and this is my year, I don't want to see your picture. I don't, yeah, that's great. You know, and that you, you were able to do it. You were able to walk that stage, wear your cap and gown, have that diploma hand into your hand. Like, I just did not agree with that. Some people, well, well, it was only really like one or two people, but the majority of people agreed with me, which was fine. I mean, we agreed to disagree, but there are a couple of people on there were like, well, you don't get it. And you know, and I'm like, no, I I do get it. I, I don't even, I don't have a senior in high school or college. But just a person knowing, just, you know, having that, 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 that empathy, it's just, I, I don't right. understand why I would want to see your picture. And that was great for you. But me, this is supposed to be my year. Right, right, right. So anyway, so it was great to see LeBron and, you know, the whole crew yeah. and our former yeah. amazing president. Like it was about those kids. Right. Nothing about it. It was about those kids, and that was awesome. And it was like you said earlier. You know, it was great to see a president. Now, did you did you like seeing Barack because of Barack, or did you like seeing Barack because of what he said? I love seeing a coherent leader. <laughs> complete, <laughs> complete. You know, he's sentences using more than five letter words. You know, <laughs> and they made sense and was educated and just, just, uh, just an amazing yeah. person. Well, you know, my you know reason I like it. You know, obviously, you know, I like listening to Barack because he he brings along hope, mm-hmm. and oh, yeah. it was an inspiring message. That was conveyed to, you know, like we got Jordan here who was hopefully listening to it, took it in the heart. Yeah. And I can say, listen to what he's saying. Mm-hmm. It's not about him. It's not about, he's not bigger than the moment. No, no one who no. ever spoke that whole night with LeBron at this event, mm-hmm. no one's bigger than the moment. Yeah. They acknowledged the moment and gave encouragement of how we all really can move on. Because I'm not a senior in high school, of course, but we are all, we all should, number one, take time right now to spend with our families, Mm -hmm. to love our families, hold them closer, hold them tighter. But we all should use this time to reflect on the things that we appreciate and things that we want to achieve. Mm -hmm. What can we do different? How can we be better? And that's what these moments of pause are for. Yeah. And, and, And I think having that event was one of those things where it took it gave us a pause yeah. and a moment to reflect that this isn't about how I feel. No. Because if I feel as though, yeah, I should be out partying and I should be <laughs> out on the streets, on the beach or whatever else, I'm not going to wear a mask. Right. Then you're not taking time to reflect on who you're impacting. Yeah. And that's really what I took out of this whole mm-hmm. thing. It's like, who are they trying to impact? Who are they trying to influence? How are we going to be greater together? And that's that's what I loved. I really, really loved that. You as a as a teenager, Jordan, and you watched it. We we watched it all together, our, our kids and um, us. What 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 did you get from? What did you think about it? Um, I like how he addressed that uh, people like right now that are in power aren't really giving us a direct answer to the our questions um because i mean i have a lot of questions and i would like them to be answered by like 
higher up people, but I can't really trust those people to give me a direct answer and a truthful answer. Um, yeah. 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 I mean, and that's, that's, that's part of what I got out of it was the education part of it Mm -hmm. is you have to be able to trust your elders and you have to know that their information coming from a place of truth. And this is an opportunity for our young generation to gather up the information that they need so they can lead in the next few years in their moments of truth. Yeah. Because they will be faced with, with, you know, something similar or greater or not or whatever, but it's an opportunity to gather yourself, your education, and how would I handle this situation if I'm in those those seats, uh-huh. you know, and it's it's interesting how things were handled. So big shout out to LeBron and everyone who was involved with that. You know, that really was a positive thing that uh, I really wanted to see. And, you know, as we talk about being positive, another positive thing that I, I saw this week was uh, Magic Johnson. Big, big shout out to Magic Johnson, man. I think he uh, heard the people. Um, when you look at the numbers in terms of who has received the uh, the PP, PPP, the money yeah, that they handed yeah. out to the businesses, mm-hmm. uh, a large part of minority businesses did not, have not received no, any no. aid from the, uh, this, from the government. Yeah. So what Magic Johnson did, you know, shout out to him. He paired up with the, his equity firm and a lender yeah. that they have $100 million dollars. Yep. That they're going to give and grant to minority business owners and women, women. business yep. owners. Huge shout out, I mean, to, to Magic for doing that and his team for putting that together. I mean, that is mind That's amazing. Blowing. That's I mean, absolutely. $100 million that, that they're going to put out there for those businesses to stay alive because we can widen that wealth gap. Mm-hmm. And they're looking to keep pace and they're going to help people keep pace. I thought it was very interesting. I mean, these are facts that, you know, we know the, there's so many big businesses that receive millions, millions, millions of yeah. dollars. Yeah. But when it came to uh, minority businesses and the black and brown small businesses, yeah. these business owners were asking for less than $50,000. Right. Less than $50,000. And, and keep, uh, keep this in mind, though. Government still has a hundred million dollars still not given out. They do, they do. So these businesses, um, where they ask their banks for less than fifty thousand dollars, thirty eight percent receive some money, but less than what they requested. Right. right. And then twelve percent of African Americans and Latino businesses received a full amount. Twelve percent. Wow. That's you know, and here they're they're asking for less than fifty thousand, right. and you're giving right. away millions and yeah. millions to some. Companies who don't need it, yeah. don't need it. Yeah, you know something yeah. that blew my mind. Some had, some companies had to get the money back. Yeah, they, they took. Yeah, the you know, like the, the Staples Center. That when I found that they had received millions, and they were like, "Well, we don't need this." Right. You know, but here it is. You're asking for fifty thousand, less than fifty thousand, and you can't even get it. And part of the problem is, so we go deeper into the problem. And, and part of the problem is a lot of the, like you said, black and brown communities, they struggle with having. Good relationships with banks. Yes, because a lot of these, a lot. I'm sorry, a lot of these uh, uh, in the black and brown communities, these families started their businesses with their savings. Oh, so yeah, they're saying cash, you know, you know, with cash, cash they hit under the, 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 yeah, under the mattress, mattress yeah, or yeah, you know yeah, they, yeah. they work hard for, so right. they don't have so the they relationships. Had, they didn't have the relationship with the you bank, know? and that's one. You know, I talked to some of um, some people from my work, 
And they were telling me about, they, yeah, we're getting requests from people that we don't even know. Mm -hmm. And we can't give them money. The restrictions on who we're giving the money to, you had to have a relationship yep. with the bank. Yeah. You had to have a loan or uh, deposits or something mm -hmm, with the bank. Mm -hmm. And a lot of these black and brown uh, businesses didn't have that. Yeah. So they were sort of left out, yep. you know, when it came to the, the, the handout, you know. So, I, I mean, I really... But magic did his magic. Yeah, yeah, magic <laughs> did his thing. And, you know, once again, that's what um, people who can stepped up think you know, thank the Lord for them. You know, I really appreciate everything that they've done and, and everyone. And there's a lot of people out there behind the scenes that don't carry the name of a Magic Johnson or LeBron James mm -hmm. or whatever else uh, that's out there doing things behind the scenes. And, you know, we really want to give it a shout out. To, and I wish I knew some of the folks' names, but, you know, as we just sort of watch the news and I'm always looking for something to keep myself upbeat and positive, <clears throat> I think that was just a couple, you know, a couple things, but... You know, a personal note, I got to go here. I, I really do. Um, <clears throat> I got to go here. I got to get a shout out to the producers of The Last Dance. You know, for all us sports fans out there who's oh, dying really? for something that they ain't seen before, because there's only so many games that you can watch as a rerun. And I'm still watching rerun games. Uh, yes, you are. Mm. I was watching Syracuse. Way too much. <laughs> <laughs> watching Syracuse what was that you Syracuse UConn from 1997 gotta give a shout out though uh -huh. you know I was checking the people out I knew and it was all good but it was like we just watched Syracuse and Clemson hey this past week that's again okay. again <laughs> yes you again. watched that rerun when it like the game just happened but that's okay it keeps me you know I don't know but so so the last dance you know unfortunately the last two uh episodes is last last week Mm -hmm. And man, but that, they're gonna play another on. The I don't. I've seen it once, but it's not, I can't watch that again. I, I, I not right now. Different. Not right now. Okay. Anyway. Not right, I mean, By Sunday, you'll be able to. No, Sunday got the golf thing, so oh, I'm gonna watch that. Okay. So <laughs> maybe a month later. Maybe a month if we still two locked weeks, up in weeks. this. No, no, no. If we still locked up in this, and they still ain't playing sports, I might. <laughs> I might, but I, I, I gotta give a shout out. It was really good. The biggest argument right now, you're hearing the, the arguments of. You know who's really number one? Uh, is it is it LeBron or is it MJ? Mm. That's not even a question to me. I mean, Michael is the man. Like he's number one, and you start from there. But you know that uh, it was you seen things that you know. For me, I grew up in that era, so watching Jordan. So it's like now I'm seeing behind the scenes, and it was certain things that you, obviously as a regular old teenager you just didn't know about, didn't pay attention to. So I got to give a shout out to that. And I really got to give a shout out. Of course, it was produced by an SU alum, <laughs> Mandalay Entertainment. You know, so of course it was good. And I paid attention, extra attention for that reason. Of but course, that's why he will watch it again and again. I mean, no, it was, I give you it, two weeks before but you watch really, it. Again. It was really that good. <laughs> it was really that good. And the other part of it that really now seemed to come out, they talking about was um, Horace Grant's, Horace Grant's uh, snitch. Oh, and I'm like, oh, come on. I mean, just just let it be. Michael's number one. Horace wasn't a snitch. And we just had a great time watching something. And I enjoyed, was it five weeks of that? 
Mm, well, why was it five weeks? Five weeks. Oh, gosh. Jeez. Sunday, seem... 6 o'clock. I yeah. knew where I was at. Yeah. <laughs> 6 to got, 8. Got done dinner early. Oh, yes. Oh, <laughs> and cocktail yeah. hand and uh-huh. everything. So, I mean, I just want to give a shout out to them. I think that was, once again, it sports gives us that distraction. Yeah, soon enough. From all of the nonsense, all of this, that, and the other. And that gave the perfect distraction on a Sunday night, 6 o'clock, mm-hmm. watch it and have, really have a good time. And continued the water cooler debate with your, your co-workers and friends. If people still debating about it now. I'm still getting texts about Virtual water cooler. Hey, <laughs> I'll be as virtual as, I long, as, as long as I want to be. But soon enough, you know, I, I think uh, they're talking about uh, sports where the college kids, you know, will be coming back soon. And yeah, that yeah, brings us yeah. to our another... Another big shout-out, you know, I really want to give a shout-out to uh, two big schools that, you know, for me, being a former student-athlete, you know, I think this is huge in terms of uh, black and brown people breaking through these ceilings once again. Uh, I want to give a shout-out to UCLA for hiring as their next athletic director, Martin. Uh, I might mess up his last name. It's Jarmond. He was the AD at uh, Boston College. Now it comes out to a huge prestigious program with a school that has historic basketball wins, historic football program, track, and all these different sports, baseball, swimming, and all this. And you hire a brother to take over as your next AD. You know, I really want to give a shout out. Once again, we're talking about what is positive out there that we can pay attention to. Huge story for, and, and he's only thirty nine. Yeah, he's yeah, young. He's only thirty nine. Yeah, only thirty nine. He's young. He'll do some. He'll do some great so, things. So, so I'm really happy for him, his family. Really big shout out to UCLA for him. You know, I wish you nothing but the best. You know, obviously now, you know, we're out on the West Coast. We're in, I'll pay a little closer attention to UCLA. Find out what they're doing. You know, <laughs> see, watch a little bit. You know, so and another another huge shout out. I, this is big, big, big for me. And, you know, I give, give a big shout out to Vanderbilt University. Uh, taking a chance. And I'm not even going to say it's a chance because this sister is smart. Uh, Candace Story Lee, you know, the next AD in the SEC. You're talking deep south. Football being big, number one, all this. You just hired the first woman ever in the SEC as an athletic director and She's a sister. Man, I saw that's, that's I huge. saw that and I was like, yo, and it like made my week. I'm like, you got this is what's happening. I'm like, and you know what? I, I give it up to those schools, but they recognized it. In this era where you're talking about the NFL, talking about rewarding teams for hiring black executives or minority executives and this, that, and the other. And then this is the news that we're handed. Like, look, we don't need all that. Uh Here's a brother. Here's a sister. Two big schools, two big programs. Nothing but love for them. And I I wish them nothing but the best. I hope they do well. And obviously, we know they have challenges heading into this. Oh, for sure. For sure. I mean, what they're they're walking into with our current situation current situation yeah. but it is it's definitely groundbreaking and it's um it's it's a great uh great great turn of things oh yeah, yeah for those yeah. schools it shows i mean you as a young you know beautiful and very intelligent little brown girl to, to hear you know about the uh 
the uh, higher at Vanderbilt, and she's a. And Vanderbilt's not. I mean, you're not talking about a school that's like. That's a hard school to get into. Oh, for sure. Yeah. yeah oh, yeah. Yeah. Brains. Had the brains, but yeah. I mean, to, for a woman to take such a prestigious uh, position, what do, what do you think about that? Well, of course, I think it's great. I think it's really amazing. Um, I like how they didn't have like, oh, you get rewarded if you hire somebody. <laughs> um, I think that's just totally stupid. But um, <laughs> I think that's just great. They did it without a push. They're like, yes, we're at picking the best. We're right. not just picking right. because, oh, we'll, we'll get some extra whatever. I don't even. But I, th- I think it. it's you, really you like great. the fact she, she earned that. She earned oh, yeah. it. She did yeah. not. She's you pick the best of the best, not yeah. something. Yeah. Because you get extra or whatever. Yeah. 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 I mean, and she's smart too. I yeah. mean, she's she's a Vanderbilt. She played basketball there. You know, she's been there for a while. She's uh, got a master's. I want to say she even she's a doctor, got a doctorate or you know, PhD or something. Super smart. Uh-huh. But once again, looking at the best, hiring the best, regardless of color, you know, to me when I saw that, I was just cheering it. Yeah. You know, I'm watching Vanderbilt. Now I'm a fan of Vanderbilt. Now I don't nothing to do with it. <laughs> You know, so, but I just thought it was just, you know, once again, we get into what's positive out there that we all can look up to and, and be be inspired by. And I think, you know, those two stores at UCLA and Vanderbilt between Martin Jermond and Kansas Story Lee, you know, obviously they're walking into scenarios that's going to be tough. Oh, yeah. You're talking about, I think, 15 programs got cut this past week. Not at those schools, no, no, no. but at Furman and Western, I think it was Western Michigan and a couple other schools, they're cutting their baseball team and that and the other mm. just to save money. Right, right. And now states are considering opening up. you got the SEC who's already agreed that June 8th their student athletes can come back and start working out. NCAA is saying uh, June 1, but yet we're going to leave it to each individual mm-hmm, school mm-hmm. or whatever else to come up with their own dates. So they got their work cut out for them. Yeah, I mean, yeah. big time, big time. So I think it's one of those things where we'll be rooting for them. Mm-hmm. And we won't give any excuses why they didn't make it. But we're going to give them all the support we can from afar so that they can make it. And that's the important part. You know, because as we start to open up. Uh... Yeah, yeah. Well, about those states opening up. <laughs> Tell me what your thoughts are about states opening up right now. Hey, they could open up all they want. This house is on lock. <laughs> we are in quarantine. I don't care who says to go out. So you're telling me this is my permanent home, this is my second home, this is my vacation home, this is everything right now? You put the fountain on in the pool back there. <laughs> we have palm trees in the back, and I will make you a cocktail and put an umbrella in it if yeah, that's what you need. Yeah. We, you know, it just, it's, it's can't mess around. Like I say, you know, we have one kid with asthma. Mm-hmm. We have another one with a rare condition that we just uh, immune. Um, what am I trying to say? Autoimmune condition. Yeah. The autoimmune disease that I, um, we just don't know how it would affect. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, you just can't take your chances. We, there's so much unknowns about this virus. Now the kids are getting these rashes and oh, it's kids. Well, I'll tell you what, I don't think it's just going to be kids. I think this is going to start mutating and affecting others, you know? Well, I think that's, I think the other age groups, I'm sorry. That's what, not to cut you off, but I think the biggest thing is what you're describing, what everyone's fearful of. 
is the unknown. unknown. <laughs> yes. Right? Is, you know, now, here's so the guess thing. what I know? I know I'm a stay by. Right, well, I, I, you know. <laughs> I said, here's what I do know. Yes. I, I mean, know what I'm going to be. It, it's so crazy because like we're having Wi-Fi issues, right? Because yeah. the, wi oh, the Wi-Fi company we have here sucks. Shout out to Verizon. We love Verizon. This is not a plug by any means, but why do you not have residential service here in California? Because that's who our um, internet service was with um, back on the East Coast, Verizon. We moved out here, didn't even think about it. We were going to get internet with Verizon and called and they go, we don't have any residential. So we're stuck with this sucky company. We won't name them. But anyway... We're having issues. As you with... say that, then the podcast cuts off, and then we get no service. Oh, stop it! So <laughs> we're having a little issue with the internet, and it, you know they they said, "Oh, we have a technician that will come out." I go, "Oh, is he going to be outside?" They're like, "No, he has to come." And I go, "We'll call you back after quarantine." <laughs> like we're not having, you know, no. There's we haven't had company. There's nobody coming in. There's nobody yeah, coming out. Yeah. You just can't. You know, we just you got to be careful. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. It's like. When you watch the news, now number one, obviously we're not out there protesting. No, but the, but the funny thing is, is like when I watch those, our people, kids are protesting in the house. But yeah, ahead. but you know what? You can protest. <laughs> the one, the one. You, you can protest being house. I'm good. Yes, but it's like I watch people protesting, and then I'm like, all right, so are they going to refuse care if they get the virus? There's no cure. Mm. Like I don't get it. Like I know. You want to go out, and I know you want to go do whatever. And you know, some people say, "Oh, your freedom! This is in America." It don't have to be America. You know what it has to be? Safe. Thank you. <laughs> Safe. You know what I want to do when I in in two thousand twenty one? I want to be forty six. I'm, I'm taking my birthday back this year. <laughs> uh, the twenty twenty is off. Yes, twenty twenty is off the <laughs> off my charts. I will celebrate my big birthday next year. Right, right. You so, will say something, George? Yeah, I just don't understand because one of I was I was listening to the news and the one guy he, uh, protesting. He had said, "My immune system is strong. I'm fine. I, I'm not scared of this virus." And I was just confused. Like, you don't have to be scared of it. But what about, let's just say you have kids. What about your child? They could get sick. What about your mom? What about your dad? You really have to be worried about other people, right. not just yourself. Right. Like, it's not all about you. You're worried about everybody around you, even if you don't know them. If you get somebody sick with COVID-19, you will have to live with that for the rest of your life. And that, I don't so think they people want to do yeah. that. Yeah. That's, a yeah. lot of people aren't thinking. Yeah. Like, we we just had a, what, a drive a, a drive by birthday. I got to watch how I say drive by <laughs> out here. But, you know, the kids are celebrating birthdays. And our, our daughter, it was a friend's birthday. And we drove past. You know, they have signs. And she got out of the car because we all, like, all the cars lined up on the side street to surprise the one friend. And my daughter gets out of the car. And her other friend gets out of the car. And uh, this is the other, our other daughter, our party animal, socialite. And she like literally almost lunges to go like, and I said, Taylor, you can't get close. But it looked like she was she getting ready. She wasn't lunging anywhere. Uh, she it looked like she she stepped out of the car. Stepped but I mean, she car. was so she hasn't seen her friends in in, in, in over two months in person. Well, let, let's, it scared me. I was like, well, don't <laughs> don't touch. Let's let's sort of where. Let's just ask you this. Yes. Well, not ask you. Let's just yeah. say this. Are you scared? Were you a little nervous because you had your own scare? Yeah, I think, and that's where I'm a little even more alarmed. So, um, about two weeks ago, 
we had a, um, I had a situation, literally, we still don't have any answers just yet. Um, but I, I had an episode where I literally just, I, I want to say passed out, but it's not really like a pass out. I, we don't know what Remember happened. Remember Jordan, I said I called her, right? <laughs> yeah. I literally, I came downstairs, I put my head on the table, I was asking, you know, my husband to make me Let some... me tell you the story oh, because she did not, she don't remember. <laughs> Now, keep in mind, Nikki likes to joke. <laughs> I'm the early riser in the house. It was a Sunday, I think it was. It was. It was a Sunday. And I get up at 6 o'clock regardless. So I get up, I work out, I do whatever, right? I work or whatever else there is. So I'm just sitting there chilling. And Nikki comes down the stairs and looking pale. Just like no color whatsoever. Now, I'm like, all right. She puts a makeup on and she's going to come downstairs. She's going to act like she got this coronavirus. I thought, <laughs> I thought she was just joking. Right? Was that so, really that white? Because I'm, I'm, pretty, I'm, pretty, I'm, I'm pretty brown no, right now. You was, you was pale. So, but you always joking around. So I'm like, all right. She's joking. And I am literally had, I had my laptop. I was doing some work. And I had a little bowl of cereal. And you, and you sat down. You said, I don't feel good. I said, yeah, because you don't look too good. You look kind of pale. And then you sort of lean to the side. And your hand hits the fruit bowl on, on the table, which hits my computer. And I look at you like you a jackass. Oh, God. And I'm like, what the hell are you doing? Oh, my God. And, and I'm like, she's serious? And I look over, and then you start to fall. Uh-huh. And that's where I thought I caught Uh-huh. Let's talk about that real quick. <laughs> I thought I thought uh-huh. I caught you. Oh, yeah. No, but see, but and we'll get to that part in a minute. Uh-huh. But but and then here's the funny part. Oh, so it's funny. I guess Jordan comes down. Yeah, I heard a thump because I was trying to sleep. It was already like ten o'clock, so I was kind of up. I was like, I just heard a thump, and I heard uh, you were making like a weird sound, like you like got hurt. Mm. So <laughs> I come downstairs. And I was just like, oh my god, what happened? Like you were on the floor, and I was just confused and scared. And you had told me to put my legs so your head because you really wanted water. So oh, daddy told you. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you wanted me to put my legs so your head was up and resting because you can't drink water while you're laying down. I just started like getting like scared, like super duper scared. <laughs> yeah. So so Jordan helped out for like a second. And then I don't know where she disappeared to, but she leaves. And the next thing you know, she's coming down the steps and she takes this wide turn to the right. Off the steps, and she disappears into another room. And then all of a see, all of a sudden, I see her stumbling back into my vision, and I literally was just about to ask Jordan, "Why are you walking that way?" When she crashes into this thing, I don't know what the hell that thing is, uh, a like a shelf, shelf. Yeah. shelf on the wall or whatever. Bam! And then goes she into hits another it. Wall. She, hits, she hits it. She lays on the floor. So now I got Nikki on the floor. <laughs> Who's mumbling, oh, and then I got Jordan on the floor over there. She's like, what happened? I'm, I'm not, I'm, I'm. And then Nikki sees me over there with Jordan. I see her adrenaline pops in. She comes running over. And I'm like, yo, what are you doing? Like, you got to sit down. Because he's floating to my child that I just heard crash into a wall. He's floating. And I, yes, I'm on the ground. She wasn't bleeding. I couldn't. I didn't know that. I told you to sit down. He was okay. Yeah, well, you know. So So he just kind of. So now I got two people fainting on the floor one laying in the kitchen and one laying in the living room. 
I really, so, I really started thinking that I was dreaming, and I even said, <laughs> I said, okay, and I was like pinching my. I literally got up. I was holding onto the onto the stair, uh, onto the staircase, and I'm like, oh my, this is a dream. This has got to be a dream. Um, but so anyway, he he Jay thought he caught me. I knew nothing different because I, yeah, he caught me. You know, sure. Um, but anywho, <laughs> we. <laughs> Uh, I'll get to Good the thing whole... is you're on the podcast now and everybody's okay. Yes, everybody's okay. So later, a couple of days later, Jordan goes, you know, it would be really funny to see what I was looking like on, you know, if, if uh, we have cameras throughout outside and inside of the house. And, um, and I go, oh my God, wait a second. We pull up the footage <laughs> and there is me. Exactly... I, told, I told everybody I called it. Oh yeah. You know, none of us <laughs> knew anything differently. And there's me. It shows exactly what happened. Um, and he never caught me. He tried to catch me. I caught he your re- foot. No, no you, you didn't. You, you didn't. You tried to catch. I, I thought he tried to catch my arm. My arm went. And then he tried to catch my ankle. But then his finger just grazed the cuff of my sweatpants. I caught your foot. No. I think you caught the sweatpants. Right here. And then I was on my head. But anywho. Um... Fast forward. Well, that I, was just one weekend. Oh yeah, because yeah, that was. Oh. Well, this is the weekend that I now end up in the hospital, and in the hospital, you know, we're we're on our way there. And, well, time out. Why uh-huh. did you go to the hospital? Because that was you. That episode you passing out was what two weeks prior, a week prior to you going to the hospital. Oh gosh. Oh, that one was. Yeah. Oh yeah 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 right. yeah. Oh, so shoot. we had the fainting incident. And yes. we call her primary and, you know, they, we went to urgent care and basically it was useless. Um, yes. And then, you know, we find out how bad our, our insurance, medical insurance thing it's is. It's not that. It's just where we live and where, what's on, uh, in our plan. And it's, uh, California, this area is so vast, you know, with. We, with, we got some nice health care bills yeah. coming up. Oh, we do. Yeah. <laughs> But um, it was just kind of, uh, we, we kind of found out, oh, this is the hospital you go to if you don't want to pay the 10 grand. Right, right. And this is in your network or whatever. But yeah, I forgot. That was the first episode. So yes, so I had two episodes episode, in two weeks. <laughs> so I think it was like, it's pretty much you ran around all day, but then you said, yeah, I can't breathe. I can't uh, take a full breath. Yeah, yeah. And in our mind, you were like... What happened a week ago? Yeah. We it was want to sort of similar, chances. except for the passing out part. I was starting right. to feel that oh, I don't feel good. I right. couldn't. I can't breathe, and that was the thing. I've been struggling to breathe. Right. Um, and you know, just trying to take it. Oh, it's the allergies, and you don't want to believe anything else, really. And so, so the question is yeah. really not a question for our audience. I'd be interested to to know. How many times have you Googled symptoms of COVID-19 thinking you had them? Mm, yeah. <laughs> I have Googled symptoms of just like random stuff like that I thought I had um, before COVID-19. And a lot of times I always thought I had cancer. Oh, so one time my sister walked in on me crying. I was bawling my eyes out because I thought I had cancer oh because the Mayo Clinic website told me I had cancer. <laughs> oh, so Mayo Clinic. So you're self-diagnosing. Uh, yes. <laughs> So, okay, so back to the crazy story. Um, so this is the second episode, um, just not as bad as the first. And the husband goes, we're not taking any chances. We call the doctor, uh, the primary, and she, of course, it's, it's you know, this is now a Saturday, the, the, the following week. And um, she, they're, they're closed, you know, and she's like, well, you know, you should probably try an urgent care. We're like, yeah, we did that when I had the, the last episode, and that was waste. Um, right. So, you know, Jay says, we're going to the hospital. 
So we're on our way to the hospital, and I'm freaking out because hospitals freak me out as it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. now he goes, well, you know, they're not going to let me in with you. And I'm like, what? <laughs> I didn't even think about it. And I said, well, what do you mean? I, I can't go by myself. And he's like, no, they're not going to let me in with you because of the whole COVID thing. And I'm like, but I don't, but I don't have, you know, COVID-19. And he's like, well, lo and behold, we pull up. And, you know, they literally, they, they start doing all the, what do they call it? The vitals. They do it outside. They, they don't even let you in yeah. the hospital. They, so they, they do it outside. Interesting to see that, you know, you have your regular emergency room and then you have your COVID-19 emergency yeah. area. But they, they check you outside and while you're here. And I get there and I have this temperature and, you know, the rest of the vitals or whatever. And they said, okay, well, we're going to admit you to the COVID uh, unit. And I'm like, we're going to do what? And they tell me, oh, yes. And, and this then, is how we find out they won't let, her, let me in. Yeah. Oh, yeah. She'll be ready in about two hours. Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Maybe. Like two hours minimum, right? And so I'm freaked out. I go in and this is the scary. I mean, I'm just like, you got to be kidding me. I go in. They hook up everything and anything to me. You know, all these, all these wires everywhere. And... It was interesting. It wasn't it wasn't filled with people. Thank God. There was one other person in there. And come to find out she was cleared everything, so she was gone. So then I was the only one in there. But then we're doing all the tests and you know, everything that was going so on did with they me. Stick that long ass thing up your nose? So Is yes, because I got tested. Yes, I got tested. That went clean through, didn't it? You know, you're really funny. <laughs> so <laughs> The oh my god! So they, um, so, you know, everything that was happening vital wise was leaning towards that I had COVID. Um, so that freaked me out because all I'm thinking, I'm like, oh my god, you know, like if they keep me, I, I, I don't see the kids, I don't see my husband, but oh my god, now the kids are exposed, the husband's exposed. So I'm there, I'm, I'm beyond freaked out. Now this guy, this guy comes in, and I tell you what, I am not a doctor. I don't like anything medical. I couldn't even see him. They kept him on the other side of the unit. That man, oh my God, was coughing up beyond a lung, everything. And now I'm freaking out because there's somebody else in there. So the nurse walks past me. I go, um, is he covering his face? Because So I have my own face mask on that I went in with. She gives me another face mask. I have my sweatshirt on my face. I, I wish I could upload a picture for you guys to see this. But I hear this guy goes, oh, yeah, my girlfriend was tested positive for COVID uh, uh, three days ago. I'm like, you've got to be kidding me. <laughs> so, so, so back up. If you, you, you're telling your experience. And the only thing I'm thinking about <clears throat> is not everyone's going to have, hopefully, you know, obviously there are people, I mean, shit, what do we have? Over a million people who've been diagnosed. We're close to 100,000 people who died. Mm-hmm. But the, when I'm listening to you tell your story, and I'm thinking about people who are protesting, then I'm looking at my daughter who's sitting right here. If you're out at these protests and you go home and you give that to your child, so you're telling me you're and you was the parent mm-hmm. can't go into the hospital. Oh no. Yeah. With your child who's 13, 14, 10, 12, 8. They are in there by themselves because they cannot expose the other family members. Right. You right. know? And, you know, I was sitting, I was laying in there. And I remember a few weeks ago back when, you know, the PPE stuff was, was non-existent for, for the frontline workers. 
And I remember the president going, oh, they're going through masks and gloves. Like, you know, it's, 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 it's going out of style. And, you know, you go from 100,000 a month to, you know, 10 million in a month. That's not the numbers, but it was insane what he said. And I watched these nurses in this unit when they went to see that man. They, they had all their gear on right. before they came to me. They took it all off. They put on, they were wearing two and three pairs of gloves at a time. They had on the shield. I mean, they're going through these things, the, 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 the um, equip, PPE, yeah. you know, um, equipment because they're constantly changing it. So they don't spread right. any, and I'm like to, to be in there and to like see it. I mean, I'm, I'm being smart. First of all, I, I was confused of how I would have even contracted anything <laughs> Because of how you think how careful yeah. we've been, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, um, but you never know. I mean, I get the mail, we wipe it down, we get a delivery wipe, we don't have people in the house. I mean, right. but, um, you know, it, that was really scary that it's still scary. And that's why to this day, I'm just like, oh my God, you know, God forbid somebody, you know, one of, uh, one of our kids or you, I, I, I couldn't imagine or so, a so, family member. So as the daughter in the house, Jordan, one of our daughters and kids, thank you for being on the show and taking your time out to do this because I'm pretty sure you'd rather be watching something else. But, you know, this is important. Yeah. And, and you know, we're documenting, documenting, mm-hmm. thank you, <clears throat> our time through this whole stuff. Um, what, what did you feel? How did you feel when I told you, hey, I'm going to take your mom to the doctor? Oh, and then he came back home and I'm left at the hospital. Right. Uh, <laughs> tell, tell, just tell how you how did you feel? Like what was going through your mind, your emotions at the time? Well, I just wanted to sit down so I didn't faint again. <laughs> <laughs> um but I started to feel sick almost, like again, so I just I spent the day watching Tiger King. <laughs> um but I was just really scared and I knew they were gonna test her test you for um the COVID test and mm-hmm. I was praying that it did not come back positive. It was just really scary because like you would have to be in there alone and I mean Maddie can't really cook. So <laughs> oh, I mean we'd have to eat some interesting She's gotta food. make it. She's gotta make it because we've so gotta reason, eat. Exactly. There's some reason you want to mind me to Well that's always my one of my reasons. <laughs> I mean, I don't know what we would eat for days. I'm glad my life is worth that. But uh, <laughs> yeah, it, you know what? It, it's so I, I I got tested and um I thought because, hey, the president said he gets tested daily. So I thought I was going to get one of those presidential rapid tests. You know, they're going to right. test me. And before I leave, I get the answer. Well, no, that's not how it happened. And the nurse, actually, she was very honest with me. She goes, listen, we have so many cases going on. You, They'll tell you they'll call you tomorrow. You call them. Well, I did. I called them because they didn't call me the next day. I called them. They had nothing for me. They go, oh, so now it's Sunday. They go, oh, you have to call back on Monday. I'm like, no, 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 no. They told me to call back and why I had to call back because I did get released um they did a crap ton of blood work um we like I said we still don't have too many answers right now I'm being a really big baby and I don't want to really go into any medical uh offices right now (laughs) because then you have to mix with population and I don't want to do that so we're just waiting till this settles down a little bit and um I'll be getting a lot more tests done but um so I got the COVID test I called them the next day no answer for me and um because they didn't have the results back so i called several times that following day because one was in the morning midday evening whatever i finally got the test back 
and thank God it was negative. Thank God. Um, yeah. So it was it was negative, but it you know. Mommy's home to cook. All right. Yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, you know, it it's it, it was scary because the the fourteen year old when I came home from the hospital that night, she came down in a mask. She was spraying me with Lysol, <laughs> you know. And you need to stay in the yeah, guest yeah, room. And I'm like, yeah. listen, what I did find out was, if I was positive, we every, all got it. Everybody in the house was exposed, so we just need to quarantine together in the house. So guess what, yeah. kid? You know. So, but thank God it was it was negative and. Um, like I said, we, we still have no too many answers of what was taking place, but we will get it done in due time. In yeah. due time. So was you scared, Jordan? Oh, like, yeah. I like, was so very scared. So going through your mind where you're like, what if mommy doesn't make it? Did you think about that? Sadly, I did. But I was like hoping and praying that I knew she would make it, which yeah. obviously you did. Um, <clears throat> Because, so yeah, <laughs> but if I lost like one of you guys, mm-hmm. I don't know, I don't know what I would do. It would just be, I don't know. No, I mean, I get that. So, I mean, so, so when you see these people, I mean, even now, as like we we're saying, that the country's starting to open back up and people you ready are to go hang with your friends? People, no. <laughs> people are on the beach, you know, they're, they're out and about, you got people defying rules, they're opening up gyms, they're, they're, they're you know, not social, bars. you know, kissing people at bars, <laughs> trying to, anyway. Like, what do you think, knowing that you went through only a scare? Mm. You went through a scare. So what does that make you when you watch and you hear all these people trying to push to be open? What do you, what do you think about? Well, at first, it angered me. Mm-hmm. Um, well, it still does because obviously if you're, um, thinking about what's it called, if you're thinking about, oh, this is America, this is taking away our freedom, blah, 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 and screaming in law enforcement faces, I don't really think that's something that I just, I just don't understand it because if you're, you're not only affecting you, you're only thinking about you if you're doing that type of stuff, yeah. but you're not thinking of something happened to you, to your mom, to your dad, to right. your brother, to your sister, right. somebody around you, you'd really feel that pain then. Mm-hmm. And you, it just, it's, it's very angry. Well, and, and, you know, it's we, and we, right? it's disappointing. and we talk, yeah, it is disappointing. And we talk about it, you know, that we're fortunate enough that, you know, we're still able to live a comfortable life yeah. because I still work. Mm-hmm. But there and, are lots and lots right. of people. Right. So how would you? Jobs. Right. So the, for the people without a job and playing the devil's advocate in the situation, what if I didn't work? Would you then support people protesting? Would you support me being out there? Like, how would you feel? I mean, if knock on wood, God forbid, I lost my job, and you know, we, hey, what do we do? You know what I mean? How would you feel that way? I still would not support the protesting because mm-hmm. if even if we did open up, would you rather lose a job or would you rather lose your life? Right. And right. that's really the decision right. that people have to think about when they are doing this protesting, which makes no sense because, okay, let's say, yeah, we all open up, everything's back to what would be a normal. You're not... You're, people like us, we're going to still be quarantining because there's going to be people like the protesters who are out and about 
and still spreading it because we do not have a vaccine. Like people saying, oh, it's like the flu, it's like flu. Like, I think people are still saying that, um, which whatever. But it's not because we don't have a vaccine. And I'm just, it's very mm-hmm. disappointing to people seeing people, this is, um, this is taking away our freedom. This is taking right. away our rights. This is not taking away your rights. Would you, like, this isn't your rights being taken away. This is saving yeah. you. And mm-hmm. if you don't want to save you or anybody around you, then I, I don't know. So you don't see it as a right being taken away. So let me ask you this question in terms of, you don't see it as a, your rights being taken away, right? Yeah. Which is, yeah, everyone's going to have their own vision and how they're perceiving this. And that's going to be determined by, I mean, previous thoughts, the current situation, yes. maybe their home lifestyle and, you know, all the other good jazz. From a 13-year-old's perspective, how how do you feel being locked up when you're away from your friends? You've been pulled out of school. You've had to homeschool through a computer. You've had to basically stay in the house. So you're locked te- in. You're locked in. You're locked in. You're locked up. <laughs> how do you feel about that you know tell us about your experience with 13 i mean like i said before if it was when i was 13 you know with no computers you know no zooms you know i mean we would have had playstation and no internet to connect that to but we just been playing video games but like (laughs) how 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 are you surviving coronation um i think i'm doing pretty well um (laughs) I definitely wasn't too much of a social person. I mean, oh yeah, I had friends, but I wasn't going out to parties every other weekend. Like, I'm honestly fine being at home watching Netflix. <laughs> yeah, I'm good with that. But um, uh, being out of school, I really liked school. I, uh, I know a lot of kids do not like school. I love school. It's just a fun place to be. Um, I think I do like the home education. Because it's a lot easier. I can take a snack break when I want to. There's no teachers down my back. Oh, this and this and whatever. But two, two things about food. Mama cooking. And <laughs> snack breaks when she wants to. But go ahead. And I definitely like, like waking up on... Like by 8.30 I'm in school. Instead of 6 o'clock I wake up. It's definitely just right. a better feeling of... Okay, I'm getting stuff done. I get it done by my own pace. By the due date, it's done. And, yeah, it's not really affecting me too much except for the fact that I can't really go outside, can't, because it's dangerous for me just to be running the streets. Um, I I definitely... You running the streets, Jordan? Well, with mommy. (laughs) (laughs) I'm in the streets, apparently. (laughs) So So just go food shopping, like the little trips. I try not to go, even though I really, really want to. Sometimes just bored. But you have to figure out a way to make your own fun. Mm -hmm. Uh, Of course, I miss my friends. Um... But I think this is a time for everybody to connect. Um, so yeah, that that's just kind of how I feel about the whole coronation. Um, right. So yeah. so do you think anything's being stripped away from you? No, nothing. Nothing's being stripped away mm-hmm. from me except for the fact that I can't enter certain buildings, go get my hair done or nails done. Like right. that's. Right. That's for my own safety. That's right. not for because they want to. It's for my own safety. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So, so, I mean, 
I, I guess, you know, part of when we discuss maybe what we're going to do this week is we wanted to have you on. Thank you for volunteering to come on. And, yes, know, thank you. We really wanted to get a child's perspective because, you know, us as adults, mentally, we can figure out how to handle things. Mm-hmm. But mentally as a child, how do you handle something as big as this and something that maybe, you know, I don't, you know, how, 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 do, how do you handle it? I just think we all need to have a little more patience with each other. Yeah. Um, because definitely at this time, everybody's going to be stressed out. Right. Um, right. Everybody's just going to be worried. So having a little bit more patience or a little more lenience with a couple things or right. having a little more lenience with life right now, just to slow down and take a break. I think that would be a great thing for everybody to do right. instead of, okay, that piece of trash has been sitting on your floor for five days. Just, just, hey, can you just pick that up without, you know, you know, just leave it. Is that a piece of trash you like in your oh, own that we're talking about? That's, Maybe. A, that's, <laughs> a, that's a great point. You make, that's, that's a great point. And we're trying to, I mean, we're, we're as a family, we're doing the best. Yeah. You know, we're trying to stay active and do fun things and always, I mean, this is giving us, what is this is cause? Um, Connection. Connect, yeah. It is definitely forced, you know, more time together mm-hmm. and connecting in different ways, whether it's the games or we do art or we make these TikToks or, you know, cooking together, whatever the case is, you know. Um, yeah, we, we, it's, we're doing the best we can for everybody. So tell me, what, so what are some of the fun things that you've been able to do at home since during this whole quarantine safe at home piece? Um, uh, today I made tortilla chips. I mean, thank you. (laughs) On a regular day, I just wouldn't have done that. I might've just, you know, taken hours on homework just because I had time. Now I obviously have time, but school's ending in like a week. So I have just found, I've read a lot more Mm -hmm. definitely. And I don't know. I, uh, I've definitely done more crafts. Like I've learned how to sew like a lot better. Um, yeah, I've just, I've found things to do just yeah. to pass time. Okay, so so give other 13-year-olds any advice, you know, for right now. Um, just be optimistic. Like, you can't focus on the negative. Just definitely keep in contact with people. I think that really helps get through everything. So that's my advice. Keep well, in contact good. and be optimistic. Such great advice. Good advice yes. from a thir- young 13-year-old. I don't know where she get that from. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I really, J- Jordan, thanks for being with us and hanging in there with us and throwing your little comments in there. They're really important. I think that, you know, once again, we're just trying to be positive and upbeat. For sure. For sure. This was, um, it was great having you. Yeah. We talked about lots tonight. And, uh, well, I yeah. think uh, until next time. We will um, throw out any questions. Yeah, absolutely. It's uh, jallenandnikki at gmail.com. Questions, comments, and all that. Um, And until next time, this is Jay and Nikki with First and Forever. Peace out. Bye.